Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and if you missed last week's episode, you will want to take a listen because we talked about communication breakdown and the role in which you play while communicating. So make sure to take a listen. This week, we are going to talk about how to cultivate more connection and love in your relationship. So let's dive in. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone. I am excited to be here with you today. And while I'm recording this episode, it is fall break here with my kiddos. So if you hear anything going on in the background, I apologize in advance, but I am a real mom and a real wife navigating the day-to-day as well. So let's talk about cultivating more connection in our relationship and how we can go about doing that. The ability for you to cultivate more connection in your relationship is directly connected to the relationship you have with yourself. I'm not going to go into the relationship you have with you during this episode, but I want to start so that you're completely aware that your ability to connect with other people is in direct relationship to your connection with you. So have you ever had a thought or even maybe spoken this to your partner. I need my partner to make me feel love and connected. Or I need my partner to do this so I can feel love and connection with him. Have you ever had a thought like that? I want to share with you a big misconception around connection. And truth be told, it's really any type of emotions that you're feeling. But because this episode is about connection, we're going to keep it on connection. Anytime you put what you want or need on someone else, you are turning over your personal power and ownership over to that other person. Like you are releasing your ability to be able to make that happen for you in a way that you can maybe be consistent with more so than another person. Think about that. Here's the other thing. When we do that, we're waiting for that other person. We're waiting for them to change or to show up in the way we need them to so we can experience an emotion we want to have, love, connection, peace, you know, whatever those emotions are that we're wanting to experience. This is the truth of the matter. All emotions we experience come from within us. They are not external to us. It's not the other people walking this planet that cause our experience. It is the thoughts that we have about what we're experiencing that causes that emotional response. So 
You've heard me say this. You will probably always hear me say this, but no one can make you happy. No one can make you feel loved. No one can make you mad. No one can make you angry. These are all emotions that you invoke based on the thoughts that you have about an experience, about a circumstance, about a situation. It is your thoughts of what, you know, oh, my husband brought me home flowers. That makes me feel loved. He must love me. (laughs) The flowers don't represent love. That action doesn't represent love. You knowing and believing that your husband loves you is where those feelings are coming from. It's not the actual action that they're taking that causes that feeling to be invoked. It's your thoughts about what meaning you've assigned that is causing it. I hope that's getting clear. So what you choose to feel about your partner, that will create either more connection or less connection. If you want to experience a magnificent relationship, then intentionally focus upon the good of your relationship. What you focus upon, you will experience more of. So make sure you're putting your your effort into focusing on the good. And here's the other thing. Anytime you have rules or expectations for how your partner should be so you can feel connected you are breaking down your relationship. Because here's the thing, your partner has to follow your script, the way that you're writing it out for them, which may not be authentic to them. It may not be natural to them to show up in those ways. And then you have these thoughts of, there it is again. He's not following through on what he said he would do. And we get upset because He didn't follow through or commit in the way that we expected when we got the yes. And so we cause ourselves more pain because when we're asking someone to do something different than what they're typically or what they normally do, it takes time to actually create it as a habit. And so we cause ourselves more pain, adding more disappointment and resulting in greater resentments in our relationship. And it's those resentments that are causing the disconnect. So what is connection? I want to get clear on this. Connection is being present. It is being fully present in a moment that you're experiencing with your partner. Connection is not an amount of time or an action. That is not connection. Those are meanings you have given to what connection is. I'm going to share it in an example here to really help provide this perspective shift around connection. So here it is. I have heard people share with me from doing the podcast and being in my Facebook group, like how connected they feel to me. That, wow, we're twins, or I swear we're living the same life and you're just changing names to protect my family. You know, but they really feel connected to me because of the way I'm showing up and I'm serving and I'm giving. But here's the reality. Most of these people, if not all of them, I have never met in person, including you who's listening to this podcast, right? I've not met you in person. Maybe We've engaged or we haven't in some exchange online. I don't know. More likely than not, we haven't. And yet you feel a means of connection with me. And here's the reason. 
it is because you are present with me as I am serving you with this information, with this content to really help you provide the transformations in the life and relationship that you want to experience. And so what I share is relatable. You feel it from me. And your stories might look different with different faces and maybe some of the circumstances a little different, but it's relatable. And so because I continue to show up and I continue to give and I continue to serve, we have this connection or you believe we have this connection, right? And that's my point to you guys. Connection is something you choose based on the meanings you assign. You're assigning meanings based on what it is that I give in this podcast or in in my Facebook group or wherever the connection is. It is those meanings that is causing the connection. And we may be on opposite sides of the globe. So connection has nothing to do with proximity. It is something you choose based on the meanings you are giving those actions. So own your connection, create more of it. Unconditional love in a marriage is about allowing your spouse to be exactly who they are. Not wanting to change them or make them different or to show up in the way that we could feel better about things. That's not unconditional love. Unconditional love is just that. There are no conditions. There are no rules. There are no expectations. And this is how you step into creating and cultivating a relationship that's you're a hundred percent in and they're a hundred percent in. And it takes time to create this. It just doesn't happen overnight or through one dialogue that this is the relationship you want to create. It takes effort of you showing up in that place to give unconditional love with no expectations. So does that mean you can never ask for something that you want? No, that is not what I'm saying. Ask away. I'm a big believer in asking for your needs and what it is that you're wanting. But here's the thing. When asking, provide the why. What will it give you? Why do you need this? What is the value for you in this? Because when you do that, you're not going to be met with as much resistance of just throwing out an ask. I do this with my children all the time, and I can tell who's listening and who's not, because those who aren't listening, they hear the ask and they shut down. They follow up with, well, why? I'm like, well, had you been listening, you would have heard the why, because that is how I speak. I provide a why in everything I ask, and I do that effortlessly because it's so a part of who I am. But I started with efforting really being conscientious and trying to do that. That's not what I need to do now. And then here's the other thing. You must release the expectation of what response you need. It is allowing whatever they're willing and able to give in that moment to be okay. It is good because of unconditional love. I want to share with you a five-step framework. This is called my Connection Accelerator Framework. It starts with one, being willing to give without measuring what you're getting in return. Giving has nothing to do with getting. And I'm telling you, our human nature connects it so deeply. You know, we're always measuring how much I'm doing compared to how much they're doing. It causes us our pain in our relationship. Here's number two, appreciate what you have. 
Look for the good. Look for where you've grown through the experiences and interactions. Appreciate. Because the more you appreciate, the more things you will see to appreciate. Number three, ask for scheduled time to connect. And I want to be clear on this, because if your relationship as it is today you don't have anything scheduled. You don't schedule anything like this to connect with your partner. That's okay. So you asking for something where there is no baseline or no current need being met, and you're asking for something on a weekly or daily basis, that's going to cause some resistance, I'm sure. So start with baby steps. Start with taking once a month, we have an evening out. Maybe, you know, as you do that consistently and it's a pleasurable experience, you can increase that to twice a month, then maybe once a week. Then maybe you can have a connection on a daily basis where it is where you are both present with one another because that's connection. And the time that you're not together, I promise you are going to feel connected because you're changing the meanings around what you give something. Number four, remind yourself often as to why you fell in love in the first place. There is a reason. You said yes, you got married, you created a relationship with this person, whatever it is. There is a reason. So remember that reason often. And number five, allow space to enjoy outside interests. And don't make it about you. When your partner is choosing something outside of you, doing an activity or a hobby, and it takes him away, When you make it about you that he's choosing that over you, that is why you have pain and that is why you have disconnect in your relationship. I assure you, it has nothing to do with you. There is a need that is being met through doing that. Maybe it's variety, maybe it's significance, I don't know, but you could get curious about what need it's meeting and want to cultivate more of that for them. Because as they come home with those needs being met, They are happier and kinder and more patient. I see it in my own husband as he gets to go enjoy in some racquetball. Not that he gets that often, but he does when when he does, he, he takes advantage of that time to experience it and he comes back a happier person. So it's important. Okay. Your call to action for this week is to identify the meanings you assign that are destroying your relationship. Be willing to be wrong about your meanings. Work on cultivating more connection by following the Connection Accelerator Framework. Remember, this life is about progress, not perfection. Awareness is the first step to becoming. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, 